everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lizzie. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. We took a road trip recently. Yes. For an embirthstication. Celebrate, <laughs> celebrate someone special. Someone special's birthday. Who was, was it? It was me. Boydston. It was. Where did we go for your embirthstication? Well, we had a little two-part road trip. Yeah. First, we I took you guys to a place that Mike and I found that was pretty cool. In Omaha, we went to Nebraska, P.S. Um, <laughs> we went to this little place in Omaha called the Museum of Shadows. Ooh. Tell them what it is. Museum of Shadows. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a haunted museum. It's a haunted museum, essentially. So it's got all kinds of haunted artifacts that people basically send in. Like, hey, this is haunted. I don't want it in my house. Yeah. Or that the owners <laughs> have it brought up. in. Yeah. There's just a collection of different items there. Yeah. Lots of objects. They said it has the most haunted objects in the world. I think that's what they said. <sighs> I think that's what sonic? I remember them saying are we okay. quoting boydston uh, yeah you're quoting me <laughs> is that what is that what they say and here let me just pull the website up by they we mean google and the website it does have okay quite a few it was knick-knacks. voted the world's most haunted museum oh voted there's uh it's full of over three thousand verified haunted artifacts all right that's a lot of haunted artifacts artifacts <laughs> they have a artifacts Ooh, Ooh, okay. I like it. Thank you. We can't share pictures because you're not allowed to take pictures inside the museum. But we got to see like there's a whole wall of dolls mm-hmm. when you walk in. Doll wall. <laughs> it was a doll wall. <laughs> and they all have little cards that say their names and why they're haunted and what people experience. How they've tortured their owners. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Which all of the items, I shouldn't say that, all of the items have a little card that say where they came from and the history behind it briefly so it was a lot of reading it's a lot of reading but there's dolls there's a whole wall of ouija boards there's like a clown section there's a downstairs section where Mm -hmm. it's kind of cordoned off and you have to like you have the option to do uh put some holy water on yourself and then say hey i'm coming in thank you (laughs) to a doll well that's the that's the sectioned off sectioned off section yes oh yeah and uh yeah you have to talk to claire and just say hi claire can i please look at you and if you don't hear anything you can look at her if she what starts if she's shaking, like, get out of here. You're like, okay, I shall leave now. That's a good example of what Sarah was doing the whole time. Yes. <laughs> she was mocking everything, and I thought we were going to get a demon. <laughs> I don't remember you mocking the, everything. You didn't mock Claire. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, not to her face. <laughs> Afterwards, <laughs> by yes. that By that time, I probably had said something. Uh, I was, it, I was obviously trying very nothing. hard to be respectful. <laughs> I said hi and bye to Claire. I did. I said hi and bye. Mm-hmm. And to, um, what was the other doll's name? It started with a D. They have to say hi and bye to. Mm, I don't remember. It but was a short name. It was, I mm. want to say Demon, and I know that's wrong. Mm-mm. Demon. It was something close to Demon. Demo? I don't know. Demus. 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 Okay. See, I was close. Demus. Um, so lots of kind of rules. Demon. <laughs> I was close. Demon. Demus. Demo. Demus. Nailed it. <laughs> I was close. You suck it. <laughs> Lots of rules <laughs> for how you have to interact with these artifacts. Artifacts. Is that what we decided? Okay. Or artifacts. It was, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It's a cool little space. It is. You know, whether or not you believe everything on the cards, that's up to you. But it is cool to have this type of like eerie collection. Mm-hmm. I agree. I and liked it. I love dolls. I wish I could have taken selfies with them. It killed me that I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. They also had a few little haunt effects from one of our favorite places. They from did. Belvoir. From the Oddfellows home. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was kind of cool. They had um, medical objects. A doctor's stethoscope. <laughs> Only a doctor's one. Specifically a doctor's stethoscope. <laughs> See, this is the reason why I was laughing sometimes, because of things like that. I think that's appropriate to laugh Thank at. Thank you. <laughs> and I think you laughed at one point because there was like a um, embalming chair and it was made of fabric. And we're like, that's not a good material. <laughs> gross yes. i think i think i said that she was laughing at because these dolls are rough and she was laughing at they're missing limbs they're like drawn on eyeballs they're like little sticks of hairs we got human hair, so we'll yes, human okay. hair have either of you been on jasper tiktok yet that's what they so look like annoying yes that's exactly what these dolls look like is jasper real rough and i just couldn't help it it's supposed to be haunted I felt the same thing the second time as I did the first time that I went without you guys. I don't know. I tried to be realistic. Like, is this really a room full of actually haunted dolls? Kind of unlikely. But then 
you know, you're just minding your own business, reading all these cards. I couldn't read the top shelf, but it's fine. <laughs> and just going around and looking at everything. And then all of a sudden you realize like, oh, I've got this random chest pain. That's weird. Am I exerting myself? I mean, <laughs> not really. I'm just reading cards. And then, I don't know, you just go to a different place. You're like, oh, man, I've got a headache. And then you go to a different place. Like, well, I don't have chest pain or a headache. But now I think something's stabbing me in the calf. <laughs> so it just looks like inconsistent but random physical feelings of just something not totally right. Yeah, I agree. And even though I was kind of goofing around, that's just my norm. Uh, but I definitely felt pressure, maybe. I did have ear pain. You Claire, said stabbing ear Claire pain. stabbed my ear on the way out. <laughs> she probably knew that you were laughing at her. <laughs> you also said that you felt short of breath when yeah. you were in the room with Claire. Yeah. And then when we were leaving, you have to go up the stairs to leave because you're in the basement. Boydston thought that Sarah stabbed her in the calf. I did. I don't know I what it not. would be with, but I thought she did. Just one sharp nail. Like, <laughs> yeah, one cat claw. <laughs> or a fang. Oh, with my mouth? Yeah. yeah. You think I would have bit your leg? Maybe if you had a fang. And then stepped back fast enough so that you didn't see me? Yeah. Have you met me? Hmm. I do not move that fast. You do too. Well, I appreciate you thinking I was a vampire. Yes. Thank you. Okay, that was part one of our night, and yes. we loved it. Mm -hmm. And thank you for suggesting it. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Definitely. Where did we go to next? Uh, we went to the famous town of York, Nebraska. <laughs> that's that's right. We uh, did. Yes. I've definitely heard of it. Turns out we went to the wrong place initially. <laughs> we went to the right city, you guys. We're not that dumb. <laughs> we just went yeah. to the wrong location in the city. Okay, so we were supposed to be going to the Haunted Old Mets Mortuary. And that's where we ended up, so go us. But we initially started at the real Mets Mortuary. Not the old one, the the, the Mets Mortuary. Mets Mortuary. And so I get excited, like, oh, they've got, you know, the garages for the hearse and, like, the medical examiner vans. And I, I ran out and took pictures of the entire building. <laughs> and it was cold. It was, like, 40 degrees in April. And it was cold. Can you imagine what people thought of you? I Like, it's right off a busy street. I'm just taking all these pictures of this funeral home on they have Friday. it on camera oh this is where grandma's like gonna be tomorrow <laughs> and they're sitting in the car on the side of the building you can't even see the car so they're probably like where's this lady from that was hilarious <laughs> and i find out we're at the wrong place i was like well let me just go delete all these photos off my phone <laughs> this is the real mets mortuary we need to go to the old one that's not actually a mortuary anymore right so, confusing figured that one out and we pull up, and it is now an antique store. It is an antique store filled with antiques yeah. and other knickknacks. Yes. On the first floor. Knickknacks and knickknacks. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did you not make that joke the entire time we were there? I honestly just thought of it. Just came to me. So clever. Um, so there's three levels. So the first level, in the basement, and then the second level. And the first level is all... Like you guys said, yeah, an antique I, store. I'll Did you just describe those. your three levels as a first level, a second level, and third level? <laughs> I worry. said a basement, a first level, and a second level. <laughs> I will go into more detail on the levels. So that might help. The levels. We'll need to clear that up. <laughs> there is three levels, as Lindsay said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me pull up. And I'm just going to read you guys the history that the owner, Megan, gave me. And um, we'll go from there. So she says, this building was built in 1881 and was some sort of title company, we believe from 1881 to about 1900. And in 1900, it took over as a mortuary and operated as a mortuary from 1900 to 1979. It operated as Met's Mortuary for the greater half of the decade. It was then a brass buckle denim store from about 1980 to 2000. Do you guys remember brass buckles? No, I do. I do. They were cool. They were hip. So all the employees recount experiences of their hauntings. Things like lights being on and voices being heard and things being moved around the room. Every employee that I've encountered has told me that they believe this building is haunted and they always felt that they were being watched and experienced sounds and things moving and lights on and feeling touched or their hair pulled. Hair pulled. Again. <laughs> Oh, okay. It you know, I think it happens to you and you just ignore it. You're like, oh, that was my shirt. And you just write it off completely. You're just used to your hair getting caught in your armpit and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it's my armpit again. <laughs> hey, it's happened to me. I know. <laughs> 
Um, it operated as some private shops from about 2000 till now. The last shop was an antique store called Prim and Proper prior to my antique store. The owner of the Prim and Proper recounts that the backlight was always on, even when she would turn off the switch. And she always found things that were moved. And her major problem was with the lights being on and hearing sounds in the back room. Since I've taken over in 2020, I being Megan, uh, we experienced minimal things while we were while I was empty, other than just kind of an eerie feeling. And when we started doing work on the building in 2021, we started experiencing things. And that's when I had Omaha Paranormal Society pair with me to do some ghost hunts. During those ghost hunts, we caught ca- uh, sounds on camera via the spirit box where my name was said on multiple different nights. We heard disembodied voices. We got a flashlight turning on and off in the basement with a group of seven of us. And we had the rim hog going crazy in the embalming room. We left all the equipment in the embalming room and went downstairs for about 20 minutes. And when we came back upstairs, every device that was in the embalming room was going off. The rim pod, the cat ball, the spirit box, and she wrote candles. I don't know what type of candles they were using. Um, I felt like I was touched in the embalming room and everyone else has had some sort of experience, uh, physical touch while we, while waiting in the embalming room. We've recently gotten signs falling down, one where I witnessed it go down, and we all had the Raggedy all, Raggedy Ann dolls on the floor the next morning. Oh, yeah. She told us about that, where there's like 10 Raggedy Ann dolls in the antiques shop, and one morning they came in and they were all on the floor laying down. That's right. She did tell us that. Mm-hmm. They were playing Ring Around the Rosie. Oh, that sounds fun. We have five snippet, snippets of unidentified voices being caught on a camera during closed hours. My clerk has repeatedly told me she hears her name being called from the back of the room when no one's there. Um, the scariest event was when I was, when I watched the sign fall down and I put it back up and then I heard a huge bang and I watched the sign go up and come straight down and my response was caught on camera. It scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have multiple tapes of dogs freaking out in the basement while we're doing work before moving in, uh, mostly in the boiler room. So, as Lindsay mentioned, there are three levels. So, the basement, not totally sure what this area was used for back in the day, but there are three different rooms down there. The boiler room is the furthest in the back, and I had mentioned already, but the owner said that she had a friend who had an experience in this room. Their dog began growling and barking at what looked like nothing, but the dog was clearly very spooked. The middle room is where one of the staircases is and where we spent most of our time investigating when we were in the basement. And right now that room is being used for storage. And then also in basement, there is a front room, again, used for storage. There's a water spout randomly in the middle of the floor. They weren't really sure what that one was used for. The main level is now, as Lindsay mentioned, being used as an antique shop. That's where her business is ran out of. So Um, There is an elevator shaft in the back of the building that would have been used to bring the bodies up and down. And this is also where the bathroom was on this level and our safe room. The building's pretty old, so we had to use the breaker box to turn the lights off and on. That was also Mm -hmm. located on the main level. The second floor, the front room will eventually be converted into an apartment, but it's still just under construction right now. And we spent some time in that area. The middle room was a very large space and used for the casket showroom. It's also where the elevator would open into to roll onto the stretcher and back into the embalming room. And the embalming room is in the very back. And she kept calling it the wet room. So you may hear us call it the wet room, but sometimes we'll say embalming room. (laughs) I won't be calling it the wet room. (laughs) Voidson hated that. In the embalming room, there's a stretcher. It's a pretty small area. Just let me say that. It's a stretcher. There's a toilet, a sink, and a wheelchair. There's an elevated toilet. It is very elevated. You just like slide onto it. I sure couldn't. You I'd have, have to have, to have hop. a running jump. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to just test it out to see yeah. how it went. So next to the wet room is a separate bathroom, which was likely used by the mortician at the time. And there's a closet area where he kept his doctor things like a doctor stethoscope. Right, right. And there was a shower. For him. For him, not the bodies. Thank you. You're welcome. These are all quotes from me, by the way. (laughs) They do help clear it up, so I appreciate it. Yes, you're welcome. And we went there. And we uh, spent some time there. Where do you want to start? We had a great time there. Yeah, we really did. I will say we entertained ourselves, and we also investigated. 
And it's interesting to hear the history. So we'll kind of get to that or like the experiences that yeah. people have had in the past. So we'll get to that as we go along. I will say that I think that it's like fairly new to investigations. So that may be why we haven't had a, a ton of documented history on there. So feel free to email us and let us know if you've had any experiences there. And it was a private investigation, which it's been a while since we've had a private investigation, I feel like. Yeah, we, we enjoy those and we enjoyed this evening quite a bit. So we had three recorders. Um, one we kept running in the basement the whole time, one we kept running upstairs the whole time, and one we kept running in the antique shop like on the cash register the whole time. Yeah. We spent the first part of the evening upstairs on the second floor in all the different areas. And, you know, as we're kind of getting settled and we start just kind of chit-chatting with each other, with each other, we had already set a rim pod back on the um, stretcher in the embalming room and kind of came back to the apartment room and we're just talking and getting some of our equipment set up. And then we hear the rim pod going off in the back room. So we go back there and we tried to start a live. And so I think we got some of that investigating mm -hmm. on live. Um, so my recorder is all from this level and we had quite a bit of experience with the rim pod this evening, especially in that room. So we say, um, can you touch the box on the bed? And it beeps, it being the rim pod. We also bring in a friend called Delilah. Oh, Delilah. So um, Megan told us that she has all of these dolls down there. And there was experience with the Raggedy Ann dolls being possibly thrown off. So we picked a doll to take up with us and named her Delilah. With her permission, she let us do yes. that. We sang Hey There, Delilah. About yeah, I wrote cute all the songs and jokes. And then it just does not stop with the Delilah it jokes. Didn't stop but Delilah wasn't night. a Raggedy Ann. She was like a porcelain doll. She was a little baby doll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Raggedy Ann dolls, listen, they kind of freak me out. Yeah. I don't know why. They do look kind of spooky. So the REM pod again, it beeps and the battery dies. But then let me clarify, is the battery dying? It's not really dying because then we go turn it back on and it turned on. It's just turning itself off. Got it. So then I wrote, never mind, it just turned off and it didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> you answered your I'm own question. happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> you probably asked that then. <laughs> I probably did. Do you hate it. it when you do that, when you hear the recording and you're yes. talking and then I can say something that I know I'm going to say next and then sure shit, I say it. I'm like, damn. Yep. I know myself well. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rim pod goes off again after we asked it to go off. And this is when we're talking on the live. So lots of chatter going on. Boydston says, we come in peace. Some of us in pieces. Boydston. I don't know. I can't explain that one. <laughs> That's pretty much how that all went down. Just that. I don't know. <laughs> then Lindsay wrote, probably asked me what I meant. I probably said, I have no idea. No, you said like multiple body parts. You explained it. Is there <laughs> And I was like, oh, so and then, so you guys were talking about that. And then randomly I can hear my feet shuffling into what sounds like me doing the running man. Oh, because it's a mortuary. <laughs> the bodies were in pieces yes. sometimes. Yes, that's oh. why I was yeah. so sensitive. Uh, past me was much more <laughs> smart than Clever. this me. Yeah. I, I have no, still no idea why I'm doing the running man, but I was. Well, you're demonstrating that the ghost lights oh, that's don't why. go off with like movement around them. We set them off. Yeah. Yes. That's that fine. makes way more sense. I just wrote, I can hear my feet shuffling during the running man. <laughs> it's better than me running <laughs> alongside them. You did do that. I remember. Oh. And about 30 minutes in, I hear a loud crash like something was moved or dropped. It may have been us, but it sounded closer to the um, recorder, which was in the wet room. <laughs> and we were in the, in the apartment room at that time. Lindsay goes to pick up the recorder, she notices that the battery's just about dead. And sure enough, it pretty much was. So we changed them out, started over. At this time, Lindsay set the recorder in the casket room on what she referred to as a structure. That is very helpful. Very descriptive. <laughs> it is. Recorder, I'm putting on a structure. <laughs> I know exactly where I put it. In the I big room. I know what you mean now. It just, it was really funny. There I'm was, like, what? What was the call? There recorder, was a structure. I'm putting you in a room. <laughs> <laughs> this is the big room on a structure. Uh, you are in a building right now. <laughs> Listen, my recorder, I said, I'm putting you on this bucket. It is by the Christmas trees. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. 
we know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> Structure? Question mark? Sorry, Still I should have more descriptive. <laughs> I happened to grab the recorder later, so I knew what you meant. It was just... Um, just like right It was farthest away from the embalming room. Yes, I was trying to put it in the middle of the whole second floor. But it was closest to the apartment <laughs> area, where then we went on for like a full hour and a half, that at least. That was a mistake. I'm sorry. Recording... in the wet room. <laughs> recording our TikTok adventures, which were a blast, but listening back is... Oh, ears bleeding so loud. And while we are filming our ghost adventures of video, the ghost lights finally flicker in the distance. Mm. Yay. Lizzie, you like to you picked up the recorder Gosh. to use as a prop for the ghost adventures <laughs> video. So I'm like to <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was still running. <laughs> I was like, oh God. This is so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I forgot it was running probably. It was just like, like a recorder. <laughs> yeah, because we all decided to use different props yes. for part of it. And that's the one you that used. You picked it right up. But after my ears were done bleeding, <laughs> <laughs> we set it back down. And then we go downstairs to take a quick bath- bathroom break. And at this time in the distance, I can hear the rim pot going off for a solid 10 seconds or so. And again, we are nowhere near this. And... It went on for quite some time. I played it for them. They could hear it. Mm-hmm. And it also, near the recorder, it sounds like maybe some shuffling. Maybe the ghost was also doing the running man. <laughs> maybe they were like, that looked like fun. <laughs> you inspired them. I hope I did, actually. <laughs> um, at 1.40 a.m., we finally decided to do some investigating. And we go into the embalming room. We set the recorder on the stretcher. And we have quite a bit of um, activity with the flashlights answering questions as we talk to it. Mm -hmm. And we were using the spirit box, the plasma ball, which do you want to tell them what that is? Oh, yeah, a new toy. I mean, yeah, it's it's um, it's the ball you played with uh, as a kid or like when you went to that science museum. Mm -hmm. I assume everybody had the same childhood as me. (laughs) Um, And it's just this ball. It's a clear ball. And there's a little thing in the middle that's like giving out little tentacles of electricity yeah. and then you touch it and then it like focuses on where your fingertips are yep so i just i don't know i've seen it used as like an experiment elsewhere and i thought it'd be kind of fun to try it was fun yeah i don't think we any spirits it. touched it but i touched it yeah so we also used the black light which we did was new to us this time we hit, a mortuary is a great place for a black light. Really really you sat in the wet room <laughs> Well, um, it's not the wet room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really hyper focused on that black light for a solid 10 minutes. I know this is surprising because there's no way I get like that. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> your new thermometer. thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where I you were going. I was fascinated. I was looking on the walls in the toilet. <laughs> you were looking everywhere. With that I thing. really was. And I determined that it looks like the blood droplets are yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and there are very few so i was quite impressed but it looked like there was quite a bit in the toilet which the toilet was not yellow it was fine it was white porcelain but then when you shine the black light in there it did light up hmm. so i kept asking <laughs> did you pour blood down the toilet <laughs> oh hey was special so about 15 minutes in we noticed that <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Oh. You know, maybe that's why the toilet was high, because it wasn't actually meant to be a toilet. It's just like a... Maybe he flushed some things down the toilet. Yeah, because there was a sink right next to it. The toilets were organs. Yeah. And the sink is just for, like, fluids. Hmm. Gross. You know, I guess there are some things we'll just never know. It sounds illegal, but I don't know. It does. Flushing organs down the toilet, yes. While using the spirit box, we say, can you tell us your name? And we get a response of Scott. So we try to talk to Scott for a while. Mm -hmm. Don't get much coming through. But about 15 minutes in, our spirit box starts making a very strange noise. It almost sounded like a missile kind of beeping intermittently with the sweeps. And it would go all the way up as high as it could and then back down. And this went on for, uh, again, several minutes. We kept asking it to do it again, and it did. We kept switching the direction of the sweep and how fast it went. And we were pretty impressed. Mostly me. I'm like, oh, my God, did you hear that? Lindsay demonstrated the beeping sound. <laughs> for those who didn't hear it. <laughs> Very helpful. We the, only people, the only people in the room heard it. But 
There was no way you couldn't hear it. We listened to this back and Sarah's like, oh my gosh, do you guys hear it? And you just hear me go beep, beep, that. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's the noise I'm talking about. Perfect. (laughs) Poor boys then. How do you deal with us? Oh, I have my ways. (laughs) Yeah. So after that noise, we were just kind of quiet, which was weird because we were never quiet. And the spirit box just sweeping in the back, background and it pretty much just went dead. There was nothing coming through after that. So the spirit box was sweeping, nothing coming through. And we didn't say a word for probably solid five minutes. It was kind of weird. We asked them to set off the rim pod and they did it again. So it starts beeping and then it beeps several times and then turns off again. We mess with it, turn it back on. The rim continues to beep and then dies or turns off altogether. The flashlight turns on and off several times during this. And at 32 minutes in, I can hear a bang and the flashlight goes off. And I hear a movement or a bang and call it out. And then there is a noise that I heard, but I'm not sure if it's coming from outside. So, TBD. At this point, we move to the basement. I leave my recorder there on the stretcher. And for a solid almost two hours, I can't hear anything from this recorder. Um, maybe some shuffling in the background, but it, it's very far away from the recorder. So that is what I got from upstairs. Did you get anything on the video that I did not talk about? Um, No, I think you pretty much covered it. I got the spirit box, which I just think is interesting because the spirit box doesn't give us a lot. Yeah. Normally, we don't even use it that often, I feel like. No. So that and the REM pod were the two biggest things while we were yeah. in there. Which checks out <laughs> with the investigation that she had with the other yeah. paranormal group. They said they had lots of REM pod activity in the embalming room. That is true. I will, wet room. I will say that while you were on Instagram Live, I don't know if you went back and watched it after we posted it. No. Okay, so the audio cuts out. For oh, somebody said that on the message. Somebody like commented and said the audio cut out, so I went back and listened, and for like a solid 30 seconds, there's no audio. Where were we? Where was Approaching I? the wet room. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I will say there's a spooky vibe in that embalming room. Yes, so we talked about our experience at the very end of the night and the embalming room kept coming up because Sarah, you loved it up there. Boyd said you hated it up there. Well, I think it was like a love hate. Like I hated the feeling. Yeah, I, I hated love the feeling. anything medical. But yes, the feeling was not great. And I I did I hated it, but I kind of appreciated it because I hadn't felt that like just things are not right feeling in quite a while. Mm-hmm. So, it was nice to have that again. Mm-hmm. It sparked your paranormal flame. <laughs> your ghost light. I don't know. Okay, moving on. Well, I was trying to think of something. <laughs> trying to think of something to say, but it's <laughs> it wasn't coming to me. It will eventually. In the middle of a sentence, you'll little, remember. Lit a fire under your <laughs> under your spookiness. I don't know. Yeah, keep keep trying. <laughs> we'll workshop that. We struck a ghost match. Okay. Get I think we're getting worse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, why don't we go to the main floor? Yeah. Also let's known do as it. the antique store floor. Okay. We had um, this recorder by the cash register for a whopping five hours and 47 minutes. That is a whopper. That <laughs> is a long time. And pretty soon in, I realized that I was going to be hearing lots of taps and the thing about these taps is like they weren't really consistent. It wasn't the same noise every time. And I don't know, they're just strange. So I started keeping a tally. Every time I heard a tap, I would just make a little tally mark. Oh, yeah. And it turns out I had 80 taps. That's a lot of taps. Of varying types. Little types of taps. Hmm. Little tippity tappities. Tap taps. <laughs> Um, but the highlights from this floor, which mind you, most of the time we're on the third floor, a little bit of the time we're on the, in the basement, we spent, um, approximately 12 minutes <laughs> on the antique store floor. Kind of so, at the very end of the night. Yeah. Just kind of put it in perspective. We are rarely on this floor. Unless yeah. we were peeing. I first write down, Lindsay keeps calling it the old Mertz mortuary. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, until you started talking about it in your story, I was still thinking of it as the Walmart. <laughs> I knew it. I will. For, I th- I take the R for mortuary and I put it in with Mets. I knew what Mertz. you were doing. I did, and you said it with all the confidence in the world. <laughs> mortuary is a hard word to say. It is the, the mortuary. Yeah, there we go. I knew where you're going with that. Thank you. Okay, so I some of the, some of the highlights from this floor are very soon, and I hear this weird 
crinkling noise. It's almost like, I don't know. <laughs> a receipt? Maybe. Or like. There was a bowl of candy underneath. Oh, yeah. Maybe they were getting candy. <laughs> yes, because I remember I wanted a piece and she put it behind the counter. And I get it. She would have given you some. <laughs> In other news, I am a child. <laughs> Oh my god. So maybe the ghost wanted some candy too and they were messing with the wrappers. <laughs> About five mi- five minutes in. Five miles in. Five miles in. <laughs> I um, like it. Yeah. We're already upstairs. I hear this inhale and exhale. So I think they were preparing for our ridiculousness. <laughs> it was a sigh. Yeah. They're like, here we go. Uh, it's them. A few, like 15 minutes later, I hear what sounds like it's like silverware on a dish. Like silverware and dishes have this distinct noise. Like the scraping? Yeah, like a like tapping, but you know it's something metal on something that's like a dish material. Mm. I don't know. I heard that and I thought it was weird. And so the only things that I call out that are, that are not taps, I call loud bangs. So Ooh. it has to be significant to not go on my, my tap tally. And so I heard um, a few loud bangs. One sounded like a hollow metal or something thin being hit, like one of those signs that she had hung up behind the register. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, there were some loud thuds on the floor. I mostly wrote those off because we were upstairs. I was practicing my high kick several times. <laughs> yes, you Could were. Could have been that. I was punching air. Yes. Lindsay did that reluctantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At some point, we were still upstairs. Like we had come back down and then went up to the bathroom and we'd been back up down to the bathroom but when upstairs we had been up there for a while and i get this evp and mind you like we're in the embalming room because i i can hear us whenever we're in that front robe and i could barely hear us which means we were at kind of the back of the building and i get this evp that in my opinion is very creepy i think it sounds like a child crying at least i think it sounds like a child crying like daddy like help me type of a cry Mm. Or it could be a cat. I don't know. Maybe they were upset about the candy. Probably. Candy? At one point, I heard a clown horn. <laughs> what? What is he? It made so much sense. So you asked if I was a clown. Well, I didn't know that I heard a clown horn until after. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Apparently, Lindsay's... So that must have been Demas. He was in the clown room. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Sucks for you. (laughs) (laughs) So then we leave the top floor and we go down to the basement. And this is obvious, but I'm just going to say it out loud. The basement is below this main (laughs) floor. Yes. And somehow I keep hearing footstep noises. Like somebody is like running on the the main floor in the antique store. Um, It's like, it's almost a disturbing amount because it sounds like, like we're up there running around and like, you know, being dumb but we're all downstairs like i heard us go down there i did and i heard us when we get up came up but it was not then so it's just really strange were they like fast moving footsteps too sometimes i will that say that was definitely not us we went <laughs> when we went down to the basement we were all sitting around the same table but sarah had to come up twice to get and i heard her do that okay okay yep. i did i heard it it these footsteps happened whenever we were in the basement, and it's just strange. Hmm. And then finally on the main floor, this is when we were leaving. We eventually, we'll talk about when we left, but we eventually packed it up and decided to drive home. And we get everything outside, and then Lindsay calls us back over. I think it was Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Calls us back over, and she's like, look at this tag. And it was one of the price tags just swinging back and forth. The door wasn't open at that time. It was just swinging. Swinging in the breeze. I remember that, yeah. We said it was telling us goodbye. We got it on video. Mm-hmm. So we did spend about 11 minutes talking to the row of dolls in the antique store. These are mostly the Raggedy Ann dolls? Yes, the, the row of Raggedy dolls. The ones that <laughs> fell on the floor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get a whisper whenever we were talking about the dolls. Uh, Lindsay was saying they like to move it, move it. And I said, move it. And then I hear a whisper right after that. And then for some reason, I decided to tell the dolls about Typhoid Mary. <laughs> and so then we create the most beautiful song. Yes, we do. About Typhoid Mary. It's a classic. We, I don't know, we might include it in the episode or we might just post it to socials. <laughs> Keep it out of the episode. Did you guys know that there is a lady called Mary that um, didn't like to wash her hands? 
She's nasty the worst. She got a lot of people sick. And they tried to tell her, and she was like, nah. Yeah. She didn't believe it. She thought it was She's fake like, news. fuck off. She's like, you're rude, Mr. Stopper. And she was like, so what if I wipe my butt? Sans toilet paper. So what? I wipe my butt with my hands. Because <laughs> I don't need to wash mic. them. <laughs> Cause soaps for sissies. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> how do you and know about that? <laughs> how many I can get sick? <laughs> yes. Am I right? Just fine. <laughs> they're all dumb. <laughs> Germs are fake. So, so what? You got the typhoid. <laughs> it's not for me. And I'ma spread it tonight. <laughs> At some point while we're talking to the dolls, uh, Sarah and I hear movement behind us. I didn't hear anything on the recorder. About five minutes into it, we I hear what I would like to say is a ghost cat. It could be a child. Not sure. Um, and then after that, we hear like this tapping noise nearby. Um, we keep calling it out. I also got maybe an EVP. I don't know if I'll be able to isolate half of these, but I, it was a whisper. I think it says I'm Marguerite and we had recently asked for a name. So it's hard to say. I asked for uh, quote unquote, the oldest to raise their hands <laughs> of the dolls. Yeah. The oldest, oldest of the dolls. I wanted them to raise their hand. And at that time, Sarah said she reported uh, feeling a touch on the top of her head. And then I get like shocked and surprised because I say, actually, I just felt a tap on my forehead, which sounds like us feeding off each other. And me like, oh, yeah, I, I felt it, too. But we kind of reacted at the same time. It's just something we do. Soon after that, Lindsay hears a bang. And then we hear two more bangs. And then Sarah asks if we should stay or go. And then we hear a tap. And so we assumed that it, it <laughs> said that we should go. And we left. We did. And that is the highlights of the... The main floor, the antique store floor. I will say when when you said you got that ghost cat on recording while we're talking, mm-hmm. none of us heard that in real time. No, that would have been memorable. Memorable. We would have called mm-hmm. that out. And it was kind of like in between our words. Yes. Let's take it on down to the basement. Down to the basement. So oh boy. I put my recorder in the very back room by the Christmas trees. And I got footsteps a couple times. I can tell when it's us coming downstairs um, to come to the bathroom because you can hear the door opening for the bathroom. You can hear us talking. So these footsteps were not around those times. I caught a scuffle at one point. That sounded pretty close. Um, At one point, I hear a whistle. And then about a minute later, it sounds like a scream. And it's kind of like a far away scream. So not like I'm talking like second floor where you could hear us and not like we were screaming, but maybe it was a scream from another room in the basement because it was still pretty close. So just not by the recorder is what I'm trying to say. And then we come downstairs And the Phasma box enters the chat for the first time as well. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So like I said, we are all down in the basement and we're kind of like right by the staircase. Um, There's three chairs and a little table and that's where we're all sitting. So for the most part, we are sitting down doing the Phasma box and we had set up the ghost lights in the boiler room where the dog was freaking out. And then we had flashlight on the stairs. I think the rim pod originally was back in the boiler room with the ghost lights as well. And we had flashlights set up all around, but the one on the stairs is the one we're going to pay attention to. We also had the um, plasma ball. The plasma ball as well. Yes. So the first few seconds of the basement recording um, (laughs) is Boydston getting on the pony there. (laughs) I couldn't fully get on it. I was afraid it was going to break. I just hear... (laughs) <laughs> I go, that's Boydson riding the pony. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> All right. So first, Boydson is going to do the phasma. Um, we said, do you want to come downstairs and say hi? And Boydson says, I'm coming. That's right. And then says that she could hear laughing. Um, the flashlight on the stairs was going off repeatedly, like mm-hmm. pretty much nonstop. 
Um, we said, what's in that back room? Talking about the boiler room. And Boydson said, Zach. And this is when we said, did you know that Sarah is <laughs> best friends with Zach? <laughs> I love that that makes it into every conversation. Because <laughs> then you said, Zach, why are you here? <laughs> and did you teleport? <laughs> Boydson said, it's new. <laughs> He's trying something new. He um, wants to communicate with me. We asked him how old he was. And Boydson said, 82. Oh, different Zach. Different Zach. <laughs> you never know. Maybe True. this Zach is a vampire. I was just going to say that. Maybe there's some time travel here and this is future Zach. Okay. Mm. All right. We said, we're just here to talk to you. We don't mean you any harm. Boyson said lies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then she said, is he down here? Oh, he ran. Oh. You, Sarah, who did not have the headphones on, said that you were hearing a creepy, dark voice behind you. And I think I might have caught something there. Oh. It was very faint, so I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, because you can also kind of hear a little bit of the phasma. Yeah. The That's flashlight like. that kept turning on, all of a sudden it would blink once, and then shut right back off, and then it would blink again a second time, real fast, back to back. Mm-hmm. So then Sarah says, can you find the purple lights? And like, literally, as soon as you finish saying the word purple, Boyson goes, show me where. <laughs> and you were like, well, I was trying to say the purple lights. <laughs> Let me speak, Zach. <laughs> Um, at this point, I said, you've got a flair for the dramatics, don't you? <laughs> and Boydston said, free speech, ma'am. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was scratching my leg and I called it out. I said, sorry, that's me scratching my leg. And Boydston says, don't do that. Oh, God. It scares them. Sarah asked what body part of hers was hurt earlier, trying to get them to talk oh, about ear. your ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get them to talk about specific. it. <laughs> and they said, what's around here? And you said... <laughs> Who hurt my ear? <laughs> Answer you... <laughs> my question. <laughs> or like if you didn't know if they misunderstood you and said here instead of ear. <laughs> um, and then enunciate better. <laughs> <laughs> after you asked who hurt my ear, Boydson says Brad. No, Scott. Oh, Scott again. Which we had talked to Scott. Yeah. Forgot about that. And as soon as you said Scott, the flashlight went off again. Right after that, the REM pod started beeping and that was the battery turning off. Not the battery dying you know what i mean the battery yeah. shut off it was weird it was weird back Kept in the boiler off. room the device shut off the device shut up off <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut off <laughs> i wanted it to shut up <laughs> so then sarah goes scott did you hurt my ear <laughs> tell me who hurt my fucking ear <laughs> i need to know right now <laughs> and boydston says did you what <laughs> oh my god do i have to say it again they're taunting me um while you're having this conversation, I'm going back in the boiler room to get the REM pod, and I come back, and I bring it, and I said, that was the REM pod. It shut off again, and Boyson says, confirmation. Confirmed. <laughs> and then Sarah says, Scott, who hurt my ear? <laughs> ear count five, at least. <laughs> he said, who hurt my ear? Was that you? And finally, Boyson says, hey, I didn't. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and the flashlight went off. <laughs> hmm. And then um, I said, is there anything? And I don't know what I was going to say because you cut me off and said, please don't. (laughs) Must have been stupid. (laughs) And I just said, okay. And I didn't finish my thought. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So then we're going to switch and I'm going to do Phasma. This is when I have the video recording is when you Boydson started doing night vision during this time. And as soon as I got on Phasma, I said, Sarah, Sarah and Boydston. Yeah, I had to make sure to specify. I said, Sarah and Boydston. They were talking to both of us. Thank goodness. And it was (laughs) right away. It was the first thing I caught. Um, Then I said, my name's Emma. Um, Sarah, you said, thanks for joining us. We've been waiting. And I said, hmm, rude. Okay. (laughs) Boydston asked Emma if anybody had ever sang her name to the YMCA song. Give us a demo. E-M-M-A. Yes. See, I mean, it's pretty catchy. It is. I said, can you hear it? And then the flashlight went off again. I said, ask us. And then I said, hello, hello. And right then the REM pod turned off again. So then you guys started rearranging some of the lights on the staircase. You said you were doing an experiment. I think I was trying to mess with the flashlights because we kept getting the same one responding. Mm -hmm. So I think I reset it. He said, can you tell me your name? And I said, I don't think so. But I said it in a clown voice. <laughs> and I hate it. Reenact it. Do it. He asked me, he said, can you tell me your name? And I go, I don't think so. 
Was that it? I don't know. You can answer the it's audio. So it sounds awful. <laughs> it really does. It was a very sad. And Boydson said, are you a clown? And right when she said that, the lights lit up on the stairs, but it was a different stair. I don't think so. Okay. Nice. You said it was a different stair. You were very excited. It worked. Yay. And I said on the Phasma, yeah, that's funny. And Sarah, at this point, the flashlight is still on and these lights are shining directly in our eyes, I should say. And you said the light, it hurted my eyes. <laughs> oh, no. It hurted. And I said on Phasma, you really just hurted? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and Poison said, did she just say hurted? <laughs> I just thought that was interesting because yes. I repeated back what you said. They're improper, making fun of it. <laughs> improper grammar Sounds and all. Right. <laughs> you guys both talk about how you are getting some vibes. You talk about how it feels residual, like Grand Central Station, people coming in and out. While this is going on, we're kind of talking. I hear some some shuffling near us, and it sounds like someone is running like right up to the recorder almost, and then a noise that none of us called out. You played it for us. It's very creepy. We did not hear it in real time, it but it's creepy. pretty loud on recorder. It is loud on recorder, and we were all sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and right after that happened, the REM pod shut off again. Yeah, it beeped, right? And mm-hmm. then shut off. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I'm just getting started. <laughs> oh, my. Flashlight goes off again. You guys said, who else is down here? I said, Tina. <laughs> Boydson said, come get some dinner. <laughs> you fat lard yes i finished it up <laughs> he stopped you and then he said come get some dinner i'm not gonna say the rest of it <laughs> but i wrote it you fat lard <laughs> um you guys say to turn off the light because the flashlight is still blinding us and i said why sarah why <laughs> <laughs> but i'm including that because it said sarah so many times you really did um apparently i look like i'm in pain when i'm <laughs> drinking did. i saw it on <laughs> First off, I had my eyes shut because the light was directly in my eyes. And secondly, I was freezing. And we'll get to this afterwards. <laughs> no, but it did not look like any of that. Shortly after this, we hear a breath in the recorder, like right into it. And then about a minute after that, Sarah, you asked them to go touch the plasma ball. And you, I got an EVP and it sounds like, no. Sarah starts feeling like she can't sit still. <laughs> um, she says, I feel like I need to move. I'm getting a buzzing feeling. And you said you weren't anxious, but then like two minutes later, you said you were feeling anxious. So I don't know. I'm not, but I am. <laughs> I was easily convinced. What city are we in? You guys asked. And I said, York. She got it right. You guys started singing inappropriate songs because <laughs> I had noise canceling headphones and couldn't call you out on it. I know what it was. <laughs> I stopped doing Phasma. And I first thing I said is I am freezing like my teeth were chattering. I was so mm-hmm. cold. And you guys were like, I'm not that cold. So Boydson and I switched seats because I was thinking maybe it's just where I'm sitting. <clears throat> Within two minutes of us switching seats, she gets touched on her head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> that did happen. I wrote, I am furious. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, Sarah started doing the phasma. And the first thing you said was, Lindsay, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just cold. <laughs> and then we hear a noise. I called out behind me because we were saying, make a noise so we know where you are. You said that you started hearing scary voices. You said, he's not being very nice, and she sounds really scared. Uh, you also say, I'm over here, and I am an idiot, and said, make a noise so I know you're here, and I proceeded to knock on the table where my recorder was sitting, <laughs> and I did my burp noise that I make, and I said, excuse me, and burp, and you said something, Lindsay. And I said, yeah, I'm burping. And then I burped again. And you go, congratulations. <laughs> you did it. And then you took the headphones off. And you're like, I think they want Lindsay to do it again. I'm getting Lindsay. So I do Phasma again. <clears throat> and the first thing I said is too many clients. Oh, <laughs> a nice word to I use. Said, <laughs> Close the doors. And I said, we solved it. And did you learn anything? <laughs> so then we stopped doing Phasma. We did talk about just... The vibes you guys got in the embalming room. And then I mentioned, like, I have not felt comfortable this entire time we've been here. And I said, normally, I don't mind being in a room by myself or running downstairs to get something by myself. And I said, I haven't felt comfortable doing that here. And Boyd said, you agreed. Um, And we both said, like, not that we felt like we were being watched, but that just anytime I walked into a room, I was expecting something. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I normally don't feel great Mm -hmm. going in rooms by myself, but I felt okay in that place. 
like going up to get the recorder by myself. I went and set things up by myself a couple times. So normally that is not me. I don't know why we switched. I felt okay. Because normally I am totally fine going off by yeah. myself all the time. I do it almost every location. But this one, I did not want to go down to the bathroom by myself. And like I felt vi- I felt vibey there. But I wasn't scared. I was felt like at ease talking to mm-hmm. whomever was chatting. Interesting. Which is why I didn't want to sleep there. You never there. feel like that. No. And that's why I didn't want to sleep there. Okay. I was just like, I'm not going to sleep. I already can already feel it. I didn't feel tired. And I was just like, I'd rather just get in the car. But I didn't want to be the first one to say, hey, can we just leave? <laughs> I think I knew that we weren't staying there. Boyd Sim, what was your vibes there? Thing. I was probably fine sleeping there until I realized that we would only get like two hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine was more like a, a timing thing rather than a discomfort. Mm-hmm. What would you rate the Mertz Mortuary? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Probably between like a six or seven. Yeah. Just more vibes than I felt lately. So it lit your ghost flame. I still like that still one. Still not there. Getting there. It's closer. I'm trying. What would you rate Mets Mertz? Yeah. <laughs> Mets Mertz? <laughs> Mets Mertz. Yeah, I would have said seven also. I wish I wish we would have gotten some more EVPs because mm-hmm. that would, I've, I think, really solidified things for me. But, man, I was really impressed with the REM pod um, going off the way it did in the yeah. embalming room and in the basement. Mm-hmm. So, Which I didn't say that the basement when we were down there doing Phasma, we were down for 61 minutes yeah. and the REM pod shut off on its own five times. Right. We've clarified shut off, not died. Right. Because <laughs> we turned it back on each yeah. time. Yeah, I think the REM pod was really cool, how it reacted. And I think we also got some pretty cool EVPs or footsteps. Oh, yeah, for sure. Did like. You guys should go check it out. Mm-hmm. We'll leave um, the social media page. I think she's only got a Facebook right now. But and when she I post, post, yeah. She posts on there, too. Yeah, she's got a couple of things from that uh, front cash register area. There's a camera up there. So she's posted them already. But we'll tag her when I post um, anything about the episode. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I think it's a great location for a private investigation. For sure. Yeah. There's plenty to investigate. I mean, we left at what, 430 in the morning? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we were, we got some good hours of investigating in. Yeah. Go team. Go team. Go team go. And it's only an hour outside of Omaha, so it's not that bad of a drive if anyone's local. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to our haunted investigation of the Old Mets Mortuary in York, Nebraska. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it, and it really does help. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We will catch you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.